Hello and welcome to episode 60 of the All Things Leeds podcast. I'm Ed McIntyre and this is a very different episode of the podcast, of course, with everything that's going on around the world due to coronavirus. The UK is on lockdown. We're having to do this over Skype. Uh, but I am pleased that I am still joined by Charles Foster. Hello, Charles. How are you? I am. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just sat in my uh, sat in my house for once when we're recording this. It's a bit of a weird one. How are you coping with with uh, lockdown, mate, and self isolation? I'm, I'm bored. <laughs> bored. I'm, I'm kind of t- terminally bored. But you know, been watching a lot of Netflix. Been doing a lot of chores. I've been drinking a bit more than I usually do because just been sitting in the garden having having. A, Even though know, the pubs are closed, you're drinking more. Well, yeah, because I've got I've got quite a lot of beer in, so I'm trying to get through the fridge. So I'm just kind of sitting in my garden. Fair enough, mate. You you you, you save it. You don't know how how much beer is going to be left in a few weeks. <laughs> no, you know, I can ration it. Yeah. And I've been going out for me daily government mandated hour of exercise or whatever it is, like one exercise a day. <laughs> I did a bit of cycling today. I went for a walk last few days. Of course, it is very important that people do follow the advice, um, you know, stay indoors uh, to save lives and the NHS, of course. Um, and if you don't want to listen to us, listen to Stuart Dallas, Leeds United player. Of course, releasing a video on it before Boris Johnson even announced for people to stay indoors. So that's really good. Of course, all the advice is... Yep. Go to work if you're a key worker. Uh, shop for groceries, medicine and other essentials. Exercise outside once a day. Um, although I've been doing it more than once a day. Provide care. Uh, <laughs> uh, provide uh, care or help to a vulnerable person and for any medical needs. So that's the only reason to leave a house. Um, some people still aren't listening, but um, hopefully uh, they do eventually learn that, you know, <laughs> you need to follow these guidelines because the, the more people who do it, then the quicker we are out of this mess. Yeah, it's, it's, you just need to... <laughs> The more people that are just going out and ignoring it, all they're doing is delaying life going back to normal. So if you're smart, yeah. you realise that you can't put it, you can't put it off. We are going to hit be hit with a big wave of this. We need to just do as much as we can to kind of lift the pressure off the NHS workers. Yeah, it's all Although, about keeping the peak down. Yeah, I did see that four hundred thousand people have volunteered for the NHS, so that's that's brilliant. That's that's really good news. Yeah, that no, is really brilliant. Um, I'm glad that we're doing this, actually, you know, continuing the podcast, because it's given me a chance to actually see and talk to someone who doesn't live in my household. So. <laughs> someone you're not related to. <laughs> yeah, I was looking I was looking forward to this quite a lot. Of course, me and Charles, we have decided to continue the podcast just because we feel it's more important now than ever before, really, to put out some content, put out something, and just offer some light relief, really, during these difficult times. Um, as I mentioned last week, um, you know, this period could affect a lot of people's mental health, so if you are if you need someone to talk to, both mine and Charles's DMs are open. Uh, feel free to uh, contact us if you need someone to uh, talk to. Now, Charles, of course, it was your 21st birthday on a Saturday. Uh, did you have a good day? It was as good as it could be, given the circumstances. It was a bit dull. I didn't do much. It was just quite, it was just quite a quiet day. I had a bit of a lie-in. I had some decent food. Got a few people dropped cards off, but like people were dropping cards off my relatives and then just like walking. They were, they were, they were kind of waving through the window, <laughs> kind of just dropping the cards off the door and just waving as I went back down the drive. So yeah, I got that. that that was that was all right, and then I just went went for a bit of a walk in the evening with my family and, that, and just had a nice dinner, and that was it. That was kind of the day. Well, I didn't really do much. It was very uneventful. Yeah, I hope but... to have a more eventful celebration once this all kind of blows over. Yeah, twenty first birthday celebration five months after your actual birthday. <laughs> I mean, the the weather will be much better five months after my actual birthday. Yeah. Yeah, nah, I mean, weather's, I was, weather's nice I, now, I say, really. I say, I, say, I say that, but like the last few days, the weather's been absolutely glorious. But, yeah, you know, this weekend is supposed to go back to being terrible again, so we'll see about that. 
<laughs> it's ironic, isn't it? We've had terrible weather, and now that we're all locked down in our houses, the weather and the sunshine comes out. It all improves. Well, there's nothing. There's nothing stopping you from sitting in your garden, mate. I've been doing it quite a yeah. lot. I've been enjoying it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, how have you been keeping yourself busy during all this lockdown? Have you been watching anything? I've just been like picking. You know, I've been going through my like, Netflix list, and I've been reading all my like a couple of books. I've been trying to get through and the odd yeah. square ball and it catch upon and you know <laughs> you know just anything to keep me kind of mind busy I've, i'm having to help homeschool my brother as well because my brother's nine my youngest yeah. brother's nine so he's obviously been off school for a couple of weeks so i've got to kind of keep him busy during the day with like schoolwork and that but i'm and doing chores i've been cleaning the cars yesterday just i realize none of this is particularly interesting for anyone listening but <laughs> this is just what i've been doing yeah i've, I've been doing the same really just chores doing, doing stuff around the house and the garden and stuff just just keeping myself entertained really and um, that's been some live football though on tv the year league on bt sport i've been enjoying i've enjoyed watching that uh, you had the uh sydney derby on um on the uh, last saturday one or draw there adam lafondra tearing the a league apart ex bolton and he split for bolton yeah did he He's a he's a very good player. Well, he was a few years ago in the football league. Anyway, he had a Wes Hulhan as well playing at the weekend. It was, it was crazy. I loved I love watching that. Uh, but West I think Hulham that's been banned now as well. Wes Hulhan must be in his mid thirties by now. Oh yeah, definitely. He's been around yeah, the late thirties. Mm. Uh, of course, you had Disney Plus as well launching this week in the UK. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people enjoying that. Got every Simpsons episode there available to watch. I love it. Have you bought it already? Yeah. Of course you have. <laughs> It's an I'm, awesome I'm, streaming platform. It's like they've gone, all right, how are Netflix doing it? How are Amazon doing it? And just combined them all. And it's 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 one of the best streaming platforms there is. Fair enough. How much does it cost you in a month? Five pounds. So reasonable. not too much. I mean, Disney basically own everything now, so it's unsurprising <laughs> they, they're now on another streaming service. April 1st as well, Sunderland Till I Die Season 2 is out on Netflix. I'm okay, very much looking that. forward to that. Yeah. Get your football fixed with that. Um, also, the WWE Network is now free as well, so people can watch WrestleMania 36 for free. I'm very excited about that. I'm a big wrestling fan. So. That's not really my thing, but, you know, to each their own. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, really. As we discussed last week, uh, Legion United have been streaming FIFA simulations on, on social media uh, of all the games that we should have been playing. Um, of course, started with the Cardiff City game, uh, in which 7,394 people watched live and uh, over 175,000 people uh, have watched in total. Um, of course, that finished a 3-1 win to Leeds, if only that was real life. Um, <laughs> the next game, Leeds United versus Fulham on FIFA, uh, streamed last Wednesday night, finished 2-1 to Leeds. Again, if only that was real life, because what a win that would have been. Um, and then a 3 no win over Luton on FIFA on the Saturday. So, I mean, I just wish to this was just all real because that would have made it eight wins in a row and nine games unbeaten. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice, wouldn't it? Literally on the cusp of breaking the club record. Yeah, if, if but, only. You know, sadly, life isn't FIFA, so <laughs> got to go. Got to go ahead with the games. I mean, they've cancelled. I don't know if you've seen the. Um, they've cancelled the. I think it's the leagues below the national league have been have been yeah you know, the leagues below the national league yeah and the yeah. national league clubs i think are all meeting up uh to discuss whether their season should be void so yeah all the leagues below the national league have been void but... it will happen in the afl because the, all the championship clubs have already agreed they want to finish the season so i'd be surprised if it happened in the afl yeah i mean too much money at stake really you know with tv deals and everything you know down there below the national league you know it's about it's a lot more about people's health really whereas you know further up it's not really, and it's all about money, which I, I don't think is right, but that's the way it is, really, um, in, in the major exactly. leagues. 
Um, we've had no Connect 4 games by uh, club's official Twitter accounts, unfortunately, this week. Uh, but we have seen this toilet roll challenge that's just gone about. People nominating each other. Have you had a go <laughs> doing keep-ups with a toilet roll, Charles? No, I mean, I've got a football in my garden, mate. So if I want to volley something about, I'll go, I'll go use that. I mean, I'm not going to be booting the toilet roll around. They're far too valuable these days to be kicking about. <laughs> Um, I've tried. I think my record's two. I'm, I'm not good at all. I mean, it's hard. That's all. Well, it's, it's very hard to do keep your swift, to be honest. So, um, well done to people doing loads. Um, did you see James Milner's video on Twitter as well of his lineup? No, no. What's it? What's he done? So, so he had like a formation, and he he was like, "Oh, these are the players." So Joe Hart was in goal, and it was you know the sweet with the hearts on. Yeah, it was that on the floor. Then he had not Kyle Walker. Oh no, not um not lead, but Walker, Kyle Walker, right back. Um Frank Lampard and it was a lamp. It, it was it was fantastic. <laughs> you, you, you need to go I'll see have it. To watch it then. Yeah, definitely. Also the website writer for Things Leads, Johnny Chick, he uploaded a video um of him doing the click scoring go chant on his phone keypad. Did you see that? Yeah, I mean I saw that uh, Mateus Click liked it as well and he found it quite funny. Yeah, he replied to it as well, which yeah. uh, Johnny was absolutely buzzing about. Yeah, very clever. I don't know how he came up with that. I, I don't think I could ever have come up with anything like that, to be honest. I'm not creative like that. I actually bumped into Jamie Shackleton today. Um, Did you? Yeah, because he lives in Kippocks, which is the town next to Garforth where I live. And there's there's, a, there's an old train line that connects the two where people like ride bikes down and, and run down. So I was biking. I was just biking up there from the exercise and he was jogging past me to go in the opposite direction. And I, I was I was knackered. I mean, legs were like, tired and that. So I kind of looked up. They were kind of like kind of sweat glazed vision. Just kind of kind of gave him a bemused look. And uh, yeah, yeah. He, he obviously knew I'd recognise him because he smiled. And I thought right. he, he was jogging too fast and I was biking too hard for to you know to stop and speak to him but you know it's, not, it's nice actually just just to see another footballer for, for once <laughs> yeah oh, that's amazing i mean you couldn't really have spoken to him because you didn't keep the, the two meters distance don't you yeah yeah i mean he he, he was he's really well built as well <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah but it was it was having it seems to be enjoying his job he had his earphones in so i just thought i just gave him a wave just like let him <laughs> leave him be a friendly wave <laughs> yeah i'll keep you two meters Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Um, you've also had, um, did you see Talk Sports Game that they put out on Twitter? It was basically, um, so it was the first letter of your last name linked up with a player and then the last letter of your first name linked up with, with an activity. So uh, mine, of course, first letter of my last name is M. So I got Cristiano Ronaldo and the last letter of my first name is D. So I got yoga with Cristiano Ronaldo in isolation. That which, sounds very weird. <laughs> it'd be quite, it'd be quite relaxing. Yoga's quite relaxing, Cristiano I can't Ronaldo. You do yoga though, mate. <laughs> Neither just... can I, but uh, it sounds quite peaceful. Um, but Charles, the first letter of your last name um, F. is Roberto Firmino. You've got Roberto Firmino. Um, your activity would be weightlifting. <laughs> Weightlifting with Roberto Firmino. I'm not a big fan of doing weights. I quite like cardio. I'm more of a cardio kind of lad. But, you know, I don't mind doing it. I mean, it'd be all right doing it with professional football, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. In isolation as well. Um, if you could self-isolate with any Legion United player, past or present, who would it be and why? Past or present is quite hard. Pre- just present would be easier. Okay. Um, I don't know. Because they all seem like, like nice lads. Not Ali uh, Oscar. No, I, I, he would drive me insane. <laughs> um, I feel like... I feel like I feel like Patrick Bamford would have a... He'd be cooking some nice meals. I feel like he would have some good yeah. food in his house. But, you know, I feel like, probably Luke Ehrling because I feel like he'd be the most fun to be around. Yeah. I did just see the Ask Luke Ehrling 
video I that did. we tried to put watch, out. I was, uh, yeah, I watched that yesterday. No, that was very interesting. He was he was kind of slagging off Tyler Roberts' goal in favour of his own, which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> oh, that's quite funny. Um, so yours would be Luke Ayling, then? I think I'd choose Luke Ayling, yeah. I think it would be a laugh. Yeah. I, I wouldn't go with a player who's currently playing for Leeds United. I'd go with Eddie Gray, me. Because I've met him a few times, and he is genuinely one of the nicest people you'll ever meet, is Eddie Gray. Honestly, he, he, he's he got so much time for people, talked loads, got plenty of stories, and I can I mean, ask him I... loads of questions about Don Revy and everything. So, yeah, no, I, I think I'd pick Eddie Gray. Honestly, he's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet in your life. I mean, we're not all lucky enough to be in the, uh, the gantry and meeting all the ex-players <laughs> like you are. I'm not in the gantry too often. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do mention it quite a lot, to be fair. More often, more often than the rest of us plebs. There's <laughs> <laughs> um, also been a video uh, that's gone viral. Uh, it's blown right up. It's a video posted uh, to Twitter uh, by Sarah Jane Tobin. It's of her 11-year-old son, Nathan, uh, doing his goalkeeper training by himself in his garden. It's been viewed uh, over 10 million times, been viewed by some big names as well um, in the football world David De Gea Juan Mata Ben Foster Asmir Begovic Jack Butland and of course Elon Meslier as well who, um, who they all responded Elon Meslier responded with a video um, Meslier sounded very different to what I thought he would sound like than a 19 year old <laughs> very deep voice I think he's 20 now but still very deep voice yeah a lot of people saying he sounded like Terminator <laughs> <laughs> the French Terminator did you see the tweet Rav Vizani uh, retweeted um, yeah yeah the yeah, guy put on the yeah. top something on the lines of, oh, Messier's doing fantastic here, great that he's, you know, responded to this. And then the last few lines was, I wasn't expecting him to sound like the effing Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed a lot of I noticed a lot of Manchester United players are jumping on that video. That, that David line. De Gea, one matter. What are they doing? Yeah, I'm going to say, but then all, the, all their fans were commenting, and then, like, Leeds fans were saying, like, we're, t- we're talking to him, and then these, and then the Manchester United fans were saying, well, what are Leeds fans commenting on this video for? It's like, well, because the lad in the video is clearly wearing a Leeds goalkeeping shirt. Yeah. And he's a Leeds fan. Yeah, I thought it was a bit weird to see some Man United players uh, retweeting it because I was thinking, you're a Man United player. Surely y- you should think, oh, maybe I shouldn't retweet something that that's involves a Leeds, you know, Leeds United in some way or another. But yeah, I-, I thought it was interesting to see Man United players um, responding to it. But it's fantastic that all these big names have, you know, recognised it. It's-, it's put smiles on many people's faces. Um, now, I did interview um, Sarah Jane Tobin and Nathan um, about, you know, what a world end of a week to have had so um if you haven't listened to it here it is please enjoy it's been a crazy kind of 24 hours 48 hours now at this stage and um, we didn't know what to expect we obviously didn't know what to expect but yesterday it just completely snowballed and we found ourselves doing back-to-back interviews and yeah. I, I i still can't empty my inbox with requests to speak to this man <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's been, it's been a surreal couple of days. Of course, um, you uploaded a video of your son doing goalkeeper training yeah. uh, just in the back garden, and it's it's just blown up. It, it must have been surreal for you to get, you know, so much feedback from it. Yeah, it was nuts. Like, he just, we kind of been just, obviously he hasn't been able to train with his team for the last few weeks in Ireland. We've had the, the ban on um, on kind of gatherings because of COVID-19 for a while. So his coach just said that he wanted any any videos or any photos or anything like that for the kids to put them up online so that they could all just kind of keep in touch. So I was kind of putting it up more for him to see it than anything else. But <laughs> I think Peter Schmeichel saw it before Matthew saw it. Um, and that kind of was just the start of it. And it just kept going and going and going. That's, inc- that's incredible. I mean, the video's got 9.7 million views I saw this morning on Twitter. That's <laughs> that's mental, isn't it? 
What do you think of that? That's mad. Uh, I thought it was on like I thought it was on like eight million. Yeah. Every time we look at it, it's going up and yeah. up. It's a bit a bit oh crazy. My God. Tell them what you're doing this afternoon. Um, Jack Butland um is calling me, and we're gonna do like a bit of goalkeeping. Uh, I'm gonna be in my back garden. He's gonna be here. So he's gonna teach Jack Butland what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> gonna teach Jack Butland. <laughs> That's brilliant. I know. <laughs> Of course, you, you guys have done many interviews and TV appearances now. Um, how, how's all that been for you? A bit crazy, a bit bonkers, a bit different as well. Have you been enjoying it? I've been enjoying it, but um, yeah, it's completely different to what I'm used to, obviously. Well, I'm playing in my back garden today, having interviews like this one every day. I think he's, he's so. going to take a break now after today. Yeah. As soon as I said to him that it was for Leeds uh, fan club or fan size, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's had enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Nathan, of course, you've had you know the likes of David De Gea, Juan Mata, Begovic, Peter Schmeichel, um, as you said there, Jack Butland and Elon Messier as well, all responding to the video. That must have been a surreal feeling for you to have so many big faces in football, you know, see your video and respond to it. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, just getting like texts from different keepers or outfielders, just it's mad. They're all complimenting or asking me stuff. It's just incredible and you've been invited to four parts as well haven't you that must be a dream come true yeah it is completely um, we're just hoping this COVID-19 thing goes away really quickly because that, that's <laughs> amazing wouldn't it yeah absolutely. yeah of course you guys are, are clearly from Ireland and you support Leeds United what where did the love of Leeds United come from well my dad went on trials when I was younger well when I was younger but when I before I was born he went on trials and he started sporting Leeds and so he's he's diehard for years, isn't he? Yeah, and he's a fanatic. So I'm not allowed to travel over to Ellen Road anymore because every time I go, they lose. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a joke. <laughs> so, um, so Nathan, I, I must ask because when I was growing up and playing football, I never wanted to be a goalkeeper. So 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 why did you you know get into uh, you know playing as goalkeeper? So my team had like like nobody was volunteering. I mean that's a stupid, but like nobody was saying like they want to go and go or we didn't have a keeper. So I volunteered just for like crack kind of, and I actually was doing well and kind of I kicked off from there. So. Yeah, and the drill that you, that uh, we see in the video, you, you know, you practicing by yourself. Did that take you a while to think of? No, actually, only I was only like thinking. I was even passing in my back garden, and I was thinking, what should I like do for shots off as well? And then I I realized, well, well I didn't realize, but like I remember, like we have concrete at the back of our wall, so I was like, if I hit off there, maybe I can try to save it, and maybe have like shots, kind of. So yeah. So it's a dream to play for Leeds United then. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this season obviously we've got the coronavirus that's affected you know all of sports so when football does come back do you think the season needs to be completed i really hope like yeah i really hope it does but um if i, I don't know if it will or if it won't but i just geez god like we spent too long in the championship for not the Premier league <laughs> and you're 11 years old as well <laughs> he's never yeah. known Premier league yeah yeah, oh, we, we've we've gone through it all. You know, I'm 21 years old, so going going through all the horrendous years, yeah, it's been dreadful. So we we need to get back to Premier League. So hopefully, it it does happen. Um, yeah. But listen, guys, thank you for for joining me. Really do appreciate it. Um, 
take care. Stay healthy during during all of this and uh, keep practicing. Yeah. We'll see you in Ellen Road, hopefully in the Premier League next year. Oh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. All right, thank you guys. Cheers. Bye. Sarah Jane and Nathan there. Uh, thank you to those guys for joining me. Charles Nathan, the, the young lad, he, he must be on cloud nine right now. Yeah, he must be pleased. I mean, it's nice. It's nice to um, obviously be recognised by the kind of footballing world and they both fans and professionals kind of um, say say nice stuff about it. it must be good. Um, a bit of a morale boost for him because obviously he'd rather be training with with his team than in his garden. But oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that the is um, all the interviews and attention. I imagine that'll be probably be a big boost for him. Yeah, especially during this time as well. Everyone's kind of worried about the coronavirus. You know whether football's going to return or not. So yeah, as you said, that would have given him a, a really big boost. And you know me growing up, if I was getting videos sent to me from David de Gea with one matter and you know Leeds United players, I'd be buzzing as well. So. Um, yeah, if you, got, if you got invited to Thorpe Arch when you were 11, you'd have been, you'd have been absolutely over them. Oh, yeah, you? 100%, 100%. <laughs> uh, but on some news then, um, so last week uh, we were talking about um, how, you know, the fact that professional football in England um, had been postponed until April the 3rd. Uh, well, and, you know, we couldn't really see football returning in April and neither could neither could the authorities because the uh, that has been delayed until April the 30th. Um, so we won't see any football played until, you know, at least April the 30th. Um, but, Charles, I still can't see football being played in May. No, I mean, they're obviously aiming to, get, uh, to start on April 30th and finish the season by June 30th, but... It's not going to happen. No. We'll end up playing in either July and August if it, if it ends quickly, or we'll just have to postpone next season and just play into, like, the, winter, you know, kind of autumn months. Yeah, I mean, I, I do want to get this season finished by the 30th of June, and I think that could quite be possible. You know, if this thing clears up in 12 weeks, that takes it to middle of June, finish the season in three or four three or four weeks, you know, in, in a month's time, you know, it could be quite quite possible. I mean, we I mentioned the longer, it, it, the longer it takes, I think it, we're more likely to be doing games behind closed doors. Yeah, I mean, well, would you accept games being played behind closed doors now? Because I, yeah. I think when it was first being mentioned, no one really knew how serious this coronavirus was. And there were, you know, thinking, oh, we're going to be back in a few weeks, don't play games behind closed doors, just postpone them for you know, a few weeks, and then we'll be back to normal. But now, if the only way of finishing the season is with games being played behind closed doors, would you accept that? I'd accept it, but I'd be very, very bitterly disappointed. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, we, every, everyone will be disappointed. Um, of course, the argument there was, though, is that you know behind closed doors games wouldn't work because you saw what happened with PSG. The fans turned up to the ground anyway. But now I think, you know, because people know how serious this virus is, that that wouldn't happen. And games being played behind closed doors would make sure that work. all the pubs were shut and they had enough police presence around the grounds, then that, that probably wouldn't be an issue. And pe- I think people are realising now it's not. It's not a minor thing. It's it is serious. So you 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 think you'd, you know, I'd like to think anyway that the majority of sensible Leeds fans would just <laughs> watch the game at home, yeah. as long as it was provided free on like Sky or actually no, preferably not Sky. I'd like I'd want it on BBC. Stick it on the BBC so everyone can watch it. Oh no, but give it season ticket holders. Just give us L U T V. You know for free. Not just stream that, it. Yeah, it's not fair that only season ticket holders should be able to see it. Mate. Everyone should be able to see it. No, well, season ticket holders can get it for free and then people can pay £5 or £10 to watch each game on LUTV. I reckon that could work. Yeah, but people will not be willing to pay LUTV a tenner given how usually dodgy LUTV is. <laughs> I mean, they'd be paying for the, for the you know to go to the actual games anyway if, if they were open to, to fans. So, 
I reckon yeah, it could work. Yeah. I mean, I, I was spending some money on friendlies a few seasons ago, I remember. <laughs> I think in 2018, the summer, uh, we were playing like Forest Green Rovers in a friendly and it was streamed on LUTV for a quid. I, I remember watching that. Yeah, there's a difference between a quid and a tenner, mate. Yeah, but these are league games. These are competitive (laughs) games, you know, league games. These are important games. I mean, it it would be really annoying because, you know, going there's nothing beats, you know, if you're fighting for promotion, nothing beats going to the ground and celebrating with everyone there. You know, just watching on a stream, you you can't really celebrate, can you? You can't, you know, just jump up and about, you know. I mean, you can do, but, (laughs) you know, celebrations are, you know, a lot, you know, bit, you know, a lot less than than what you know than what there would be if everyone was in the stadium. So it would be quite annoying, but I I would accept it. You know, if if the only way the season could be finished was with games being played behind closed doors, you know, just do it. You know, let it happen. Get the season finished and get Leeds United promoted, really, because that that's that's all we want. You know, if if we have to, you know, if we have to live with not being in the ground to celebrate, then I I, I can I can certainly live with that. Um, but. I, yeah, so much mate though. It would it would be horrible. Sixteen yeah. years and we don't get to celebrate it. That's that's horrible. Yeah, I mean we can celebrate it whenever thing reopens. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure it won't be the same then though. It won't be the same because I'm pretty sure someone would organise on, on on social media for all these fans to go to one pub and celebrate. You want to be there at full time in the Charlton game, and you want yeah. to be there on the pitch. You don't want to be you know organising some in October to go out <laughs> to go out to yeah. the pub. Yeah, it ain't but it's if that's the only way for the scene to finish, then um, I'd certainly take it. And this season does need to finish for me. Um, you know, as we were discussing last week, it, you know, it's, for, it's for the only fair way, really. You know, there's people, you know, saying void the season or just promote teams, you know, do do it do it how the standings are currently. But I just think there's too much money, too much at stake for, for some teams. And I, I don't think finishing the season now could work you need to complete it and you know why prioritize a competition that hasn't started yet for a competition that hasn't even finished yet you know there's no need for then you know there's, there's nothing that says next season has to start in august there's nothing is there you know the season's a made-up thing really you can start it in january start it in february do what do whatever just get this season finished and then go from there really yeah i mean it, it caused massive issues with you know european qualification promotion and relegation the amount of money between the championship and the premier league it would just be a nightmare they the, they obviously got the fa cup to finish there's a lot of issues that they would not be able to sort if they just voided the season yeah i'm i mean you'd you'd probably have to scrap a competition somewhere you know the fa cup or whatever you'd probably have to just ignore that do the you know the big ones for leagues mainly i think it's for leagues that you know that need to be finished really and everything else you know not really bothered about maybe champions league and europa league but apart from that scrap all the cup competitions just get just get the league sorted and then you know see what happens after that but that that's the only thing um you know that that's the only fair way for the season to be finished and the efl They've come out uh, last week. They said that their primary objective is to deliver a successful conclusion to the 2019-20 season. Um, hopefully that doesn't turn into the 2019-2021 season. <laughs> um, but they say that you know they want to finish this season and they've also provided £50 million short-term relief package to uh, offer financial relief for clubs uh, in the short term um, in the EFL, which is fantastic, fantastic gesture from them. Um, but that gives you some hope, Charles, doesn't it? That, you know, the thinking there, thinking is there that, um, you know, the, you know these you know authorities do want the leagues finished and it, it does give you some confidence that, you know, we could see a conclusion to this season. Yeah, I mean... 
I don't, not that I trust the football league particularly because I don't, <laughs> but, but you, 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 you were hearing the right noises right now. But I mean, the, the, the message this afternoon about the national league being voided is giving me a bit of concern. A bit of a concern. No, not the national league. The leagues below the national league. Well, obviously, yeah, but it might end up being the leagues higher up. It might end up being the National League next and then League Two and then League One and the Championship and then around the Premier League. It could just go like that. Yeah. No, but, but, but as I said, I think there's there's a lot more at stake higher up, really, and a lot more money know, at stake, there is, TV revenue and, and stuff like that. Yeah, there's always a possibility. Yeah. You, you, you just hope that this season does, you know, finish. Um, but yeah, we're, we're in for a very tough time. Of course, there's obviously a lot more fi- more important things to worry about than just football at the moment. But, you know, with no sports for, for a while, of course, there's, you know, people will be getting bored, less socialising, more mental health, health risks. So, um, you know, as I said, there's, there's big implications because of this, of course, local businesses, they are being helped by the UK government now, which is fantastic. But clubs, you know, they're still going to struggle. Um, but Leeds United, though, um, they've announced this week, um, they've confirmed that the players, coaching staff, senior management um, have all agreed a wage deferral for the foreseeable future due to the impact of the coronavirus. Um, it will ensure that all staff at the club can be paid. Um, and Charles, this is a, a fantastic gesture from from everyone at the club. Yeah, uh, obviously, Bielsa is a bit of a socialist, so he'll... he'll, he'll... <laughs> He would not want anybody losing their job due to a kind of, you know, and I use this phrase loosely, act of God like this. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's a good good gesture from him and his staff. Obviously, his staff do, do what he tells them to, but obviously the players have volunteered, which is, they didn't have to do. That's very, very kind of them. They obviously care a lot about the club, a lot about the staff, and they want the club to continue running, um, you know, financially, safely, and yeah. making sure no one's losing their jobs because obviously we've seen further down the football league uh clubs have been laying off temporary staff and and even you know non-temporary staff you know staff that are there all the time um so i saw one guy tweet that um about this on these on the sky page it, this ensures that everyone down to the tea lady is and the kit man are, are still getting paid and yeah you know keep, keeping the jobs because uh, and obviously all the the fitness department and the you've got the you've got rob price and the medical staff so they're all the pain and they're on much less money than the players are so, yeah, it's a great gesture from the players. Obviously, Birmingham have done it before us. They did it um, yesterday or the day before, but I think Leeds are the second club to do it. But it's still it is a very good gesture. Yeah, it is, fa- it is a fantastic gesture. Um, of course, a lot of people, though, they'll be saying, oh, you know, the players, you know, they, they can easily um, survive with, you know, getting less of their wage for, for a couple of weeks or months. But my argument to that is, though, is that, you know, you, you live your life via you know how how much you earn really and for players when that income stops and they're getting a lot less then they may not be able to, to afford some stuff that they currently have so they could still be in trouble for me um, yeah, i think i think championship players will be fine because they're on a lot of money most from run between 10 and 20 grand a week the league one and league two players will suffer more because uh, they will they're not on anywhere near the kind of money that kind of top end like Mitrovic will probably own more, more money than some squads in League Two on his own. So you've got to think of it like that. Um, so championship clubs can probably cope for a while with. Uh, sorry, championship players can probably cope for a while. And you'd expect the Leeds players to be to be fine. They're on a lot of money, particularly yeah. the likes of Sear and Bamford. They'll, they'll be able to do without it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Big still, and important still, move. Not, not, not to take away from how good the gesture is because it still didn't have to do it. So it's, it is praiseworthy. Yeah, yeah, really, really good move. Uh, big, important move. Um, you'd imagine that more clubs will will follow suit. 
you'd like to think that. Um, I don't know whether they will, because um, obviously not not all players are on the same amount of money, and not all players. You might, you might, we might see specific players obviously deferring the wages, whereas other players in the same team might not. It might not be you know, obviously Leeds. It's kind of a, a whole team thing of they've all done it, whereas other clubs you might see some players do, some players don't. We don't know how that will go. It, it would be nice to see more players um, do, do this kind of thing because, particularly in uh, if they can do, I know obviously it'd be difficult for them for the lower league clubs because the fifty million pound um, that the EFL have put aside will not. There's ninety two clubs in the football league, so you have to think of it like that. There's a lot of clubs. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> is it ninety two in the football league or ninety two including the Premier League? Um, seventy two, isn't it? Is it seventy two or ninety? Seventy two. Anyway, seventy two. Anyway. Regardless, whatever the number is, <laughs> it's still more—it's still more than fifty, and they've got to split it evenly between all the clubs. You'd like to think they'd split it evenly, but yeah. um, so it won't be that much money, and it won't last them that long. So if the players could go without, it, it would be lovely to see that they do. Yeah. Um, did you read the statement on on the club website with Victor Orta and his quotes? He finished it off with "Vamos Carajo." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love him even more now. I mean, he's just yeah on an official statement as well. Then I was going to get away with that one. Um, so <laughs> someone at the FA or the EFL will speak Spanish. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. Though. I love him even more now. Um, the club do they do still have big questions to answer though for for supporters really in terms of you know memberships and season ticket renewals. Um, of course, the season ticket renewal deadline is this Friday, the twenty seventh of uh, March. Uh, but during this pandemic, you know, a lot of people, a lot of fans would not be able to afford to renew their season ticket and they, you know they, they may struggle to, to pay it off. For me, the club need to do something about it. Um, you know, they need to either extend the deadline, um, or make it make make, you know, an easier way for people to, to pay it off really. Um what you what do you think on on all that? Yeah, I mean, I think not, a lot of people are either working from home or not working. Obviously anyone who's self employed is not earning is only on ninety four pound a week at the moment. Um yeah which isn't enough to live on. Um, so the pe- a lot of people in Leeds, Leeds is, is a working class city. People, if they're not working, they won't be able to afford things like season tickets, particularly because the ones at Leeds are fairly expensive. So you'd think that the club would realise this and at least give it people an extra month or so to, or even be more, to renew their season tickets. Because once this all kind of goes back to normal, 90-odd percent of season ticket holders will renew. They just will. Oh, yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see see the numbers. I'd love to see how many people have, have renewed already and how many people are still yet to renew. Um, because I think last season, you know, every, every season ticket got older renewed. Um, but, you know, it, it would be interesting to see the numbers, really, see, you know, how many people still are yet to renew their season tickets because they, they were sticking out advertisements and emails today um, with the club saying, oh, you need to renew. You haven't got long to renew, um, long left to renew. So um, I, I do think something needs to be done, as you say, extend the deadline but by a month or two um, or just, you know, fi- make, you know, find an easier way for people, for supporters to pay, um, you know, because the fans are, you know, the most important thing really and it just seems a dub, you know, the, the fans haven't been, um, you know, recognised during all this. You know, it's all about you know the players and staff, which you know, fair enough. But you know, they, they should really think of the fans during all this. Of course, there is the argument though that the club, you know, clubs need the money uh, to give them new money if they're not getting you know match day income, which you know is a fair argument. But I do think that most Championship clubs will be able to survive, um, especially yeah. United as well. Um, of course, you know, 
that they will make a loss during this, but everyone's going to make a loss during this. Um, but I, you know, I think I think you know football clubs, you know, they will be fine during this, especially in the Championship and Premier League. Um, and Jeremy Ramazani, though, the owner has come out on Twitter um, and replied to someone, and he said that Angus Kinnear is on the scene to take a renewal case. The club management understands the difficulties of this period and will work out something. Um, so it's good that he's addressed it. Um, I, they should really address it in a club statement, to be honest. Um, but it's good that they're looking at it, but they haven't got long, have they? No, I mean, only till tomorrow. But yeah, yeah I, I think we'll probably hear something tonight or tomorrow during the day, you'd think. Because obviously, um, I've still got a new mine. <laughs> and uh, I've, got, I've got to find the money for that somewhere. Um, but yeah, so I, I would hope that they would put something together. Uh, maybe, yeah. Even if it's something even if it's something simple, like a, like a payment plan, like, pay us this much per month for the next couple of months. I mean, they do already have that, but yeah. um, I think it's still quite a lot per month, to be honest. So make that a bit smaller, maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe that could make, help. Make the monthly payments a bit, you know, not not as much. And I think people will be able, be able to cope much more. But an extension seems like the fairest way to do it. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting. And, and I do think something needs to be done. Um, also, the charity game as well. The Leeds Legends versus Bayern Munich Legends charity match was meant to be taking place um, on this Saturday, the uh, 28th. No communication on that whatsoever. You know, I've I've bought some tickets, and there's been no communication. You know about refunds. I mean, I'm not bothered if I don't get a refund because it is for charity. But there's been no communication about whether you know that's going to still be played uh, later on down the line. Whether I people who bought tickets get the money back. It, it's just bizarre. There's been no communication for that whatsoever. It, it's just it's really annoying. It's really annoying me that. Yeah, I mean the, the club are always the best with communicating with the fan base as much as they should um but yeah that that charity game will either be massively delayed or more than likely not take place and cancelled yeah Yeah. but i don't Um, think i don't think anyone's gonna be asking for the money back i mean it'd be like stealing money out of of a charity which is yeah exactly. i know it it wouldn't technically be stealing but it'd feel like stealing (laughs) i mean you know tickets were 20 pounds so it's quite a lot of money really um but i i, I would i won't be complaining if i don't get my money back but just some communication would have been nice really um yeah. who do feel sorry for is the people who you know bought you know, away tickets for the blackburn game because i've seen some people have got them posted to their door i don't know if they've, they've had responses from that yet or not so i can't really talk about that but you know, I feel as though just some more communication to the fans during this, you know, with regards to tickets and, you know, ticket renewals. Um, you know, I think that would have been um, very nice. Um, more likely the, the tickets like for Blackburn and that and anything for Cardiff, them away tickets. I think all that will all be, I don't think it'll be refunded. I think those tickets will probably still be valid when, or if you need new tickets, you'll get new tickets when the games finally do take place, if they take place with fans there, obviously. Yeah, but if if they don't take place at all, or don't take place with fans there, then you'd hope that people will will get the refunds uh, some yeah. way or another. And on the topic of Andrea Vazani coming out and saying stuff, uh, there's reports that he's come out and said that he was in talks with Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Edinson Cavani in January in the January transfer window. I mean, what? <laughs> Very strange. Yeah, it was never going to happen. We, we we couldn't afford probably a tenth of the wages that Zlatan is on, or yeah. Cavani, given he's at PSG and he'll be on millions and millions. So, I mean, I, yeah. I, I really that... want to know what Andrei Ravazani was on in January, because it must have been some pretty strong stuff. I mean, well, we don't know that for sure. It's just reported by the Daily Mail, wasn't it? Which is, um, 
obviously not the most reliable paper at the best yeah, just of take time. it with a pinch of salt yeah but, i mean it's still a mental story though i mean if it is true then <laughs> what was Razani thinking? Because there, there was no way Ibrahimovic or Cavani would have come to Leeds. I mean, a lot of people. I was having having an argument with someone on Twitter um, the other day about it, and someone was saying that you know no one thought they would manage to get Marcel Bielsa, and he still came. Well, my argument to that was Marcel Bielsa was you know out of a job. His last job was at Lille in 2018, um, so he was out of a job. And also, he's a completely different, you know, personality compared to, especially Ibrahimovic. So Marcel Bielsa, he just loves football. He loves any kind of project, and he he just does it for the love of football, really, and not for, you know, however, you know, amount of money and fame. Whereas Latin Ibrahimovic clearly does it for the fame and money. You know, he, yeah, he's, he's jumping about all these image, big yeah. clubs. I mean, he came from, you know, as at PSG. Man United, LA Galaxy, he wanted a big-time move back to European football. He was never going to join Leeds United, was he? No, no. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't like him as a, like his personality anyway. As good, as good a footballer as he is, and he's also 37 or 38, whatever he is now, so he's a bit on the old side. I don't think he'd be up for the kind of running that they also would want. Yeah, exactly. And Cavani as well. I just, I just couldn't see that happening either. So, um, I mean, obviously, take, take these reports with a pinch of salt. But if that is true, then that's just mental. Um, and hopefully it's a good sign for things to come. You know, if we do have, you know, do have the Premier League money, and then hopefully Bavazani is thinking, oh, I can get these kind of players. It'd be interesting. See if we can pull any of these, you know, world-class players um, with some Premier League money. <laughs> I mean, you can say this for Bavazani. It shows some ambition, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> which which ho- hopefully will show if we ever get to the Premier League. Yeah, 100%. Um, moving on then. So I put out on social media this week um, asking uh, followers for some questions for me and Charles to answer um, on this podcast. And I think that we'll just answer one question, you know, give a long answer. Um, answer one question each week because we we don't want to have these recordings you know too long because you know the quality isn't that good and don't think many people listen to an hour's uh, worth of podcasts so um, we'll answer one question a week um, and this is a good one so it's come from Barney who of course was on the podcast a few weeks ago and um, he asked how important is it uh, for a football club um, how important is a football club rather to its community during this crisis that is happening uh, we've seen some great stories of kindness that clubs have done and is it time for football to be given more credit for all that it does for people's lives and mental health too um, so thank you for the question Barney um, Charles wh- wh- what do you think to that I think it is obviously the football club is kind of Particularly in smaller communities, is the kind of heart of the community and, uh, and smaller clubs particularly. But obviously, yeah, a, lot of, a lot of Leeds, even though it's a bigger city, revolves a lot around the football club. Uh, people coming in on match days, um, obviously utilizing the businesses nearby. So they are. It is very important, and it also gives people sport is a bit sport is a relief from the rest of your life, isn't it? So it's yeah, exactly. Ninety minutes a week where you get to do you get to kind of switch your brain off and just enjoy something before you get back to the kind of grind of, um, of your work. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's an escape, especially for me as well. You know, it's an escape. You know, I, I very much look forward to these, to the Leeds matches on the weekend. You know, it, it is an escape for me as football. Um, you know, I can I can just sit down, watch it, you know, learn more about the sport that I love and, and, and just forget about any, about everything else for 90 minutes. Um, you know, it is fantastic. It does do a lot for people's mental health, you know, especially mine as well, you know, you know, going out to these games with, you know, with my friends, you know, 
having having a good time at the at the football and um, you know especially if your club's doing yeah. well as well you know it, it is you know a really big relief it's a big escape for some people so you know whether I think football deserves more credit I think that it already gets a lot of credit I think other sports deserve more credit if anything um because I do think people understand you know that football you know does play a big so, part social media lives. kind of alerts a lot of people to the the good work that football does yeah. so whether whether they get enough probably does um I think people need to realise what probably need to realise more what they do for communities more than um, yeah, for not, especially not just the smaller clubs as well, like yeah. non-league clubs. Yeah, they're, obviously they're they're really important for people, and we will really miss them when they go. As yeah. Bury as Bury fans will tell you. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know how how Bury Football Club um has just vanished. You know how how that's affected the community. It's affected them massively. So, I mean, you know, f- football clubs they are very important. Um, I do think though that you know people who aren't fans of football, um, I think they should realise as well. You know how important it is you know sport is for sport lovers as well. Because you see some people saying, "Oh, why why does a lad come home after he's watched a football match and then watch all the highlights again and watch other games that he doesn't you know with teams that he doesn't even support." No, I think I think they should, you know, need to, you know learn, you know, why sport is so important to other people's lives. Um, but yeah, there, there is. He's right in saying there's some fantastic stories, you know, of kindness from the clubs, as we've seen with you know young Nathan um, and his video, you know, of you know the world of football coming together, all these you know big big footballing names, you know, coming together and responding to that. So, um, you know, football. It, massive part you know all sports massive parts of people's lives you know in terms of mental health as well uh, but thank you for very yeah. much for your question barney um if you guys have any uh, other questions then make sure to to tweet at us um at all things leads one on their twitter and instagram all things leads on facebook just get your questions in i mean charles uh, will answer them on these podcasts as we've got less football to talk about now so um <laughs> we, we need to kind of drag some time out really so get your questions in and then me and charles will do our best um to answer them uh, but that does bring us to the end of this episode, I guess, episode 60. A little bit different, but hopefully uh, everyone has um, enjoyed anyway. If you have, give us a five-star rating on uh, Apple Podcasts if you're listening on there. Um, thank you to everyone to everyone who, who's tuned in. Um, make sure to share it around. Subscribe to the All Things Leeds YouTube channel. Follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, Charles, thank you very much for joining me. No worries, Matt. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I really do appreciate it. Listen, stay safe, stay healthy, um, and everyone tuning in as well, stay healthy, uh, stay safe. Um, and yeah, thank you very much, me and Charles. We'll be back next week. Uh, so for now, take care, and we will see you later.